Tracy. Da 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 da. da, da. Bum, bum, <laughs> How are you on this beautiful third day of February 2021? Oh my goodness, I am. I'm well. Like the sun is out. You know, it's it's a good day. It's been a it's been a pretty good week around here, actually. Um, okay. So I'm feeling good. How are you though? I usually always go first. So. And I know we're working at a little bit of a different pace today, right? Um, yeah, you know, oh, wow. Sarah Madras just jumps on and <gasps> she's starting something too. You know, I'm like, gosh. How sweet of her to jump uh, on real quick to her, her thing. She's on her thing doing it. So, you know, blessings to you, dear. Um, how am I doing? I am, I think I have... Uh, woke up with a headache, just slight headache, um, sinus maybe around my pressure around my eyes, that type of thing. And uh, I'm just, I'm just taking it easy, right? Mm -hmm. I think I'm taking it easy. I have um, no student loans. So I, you know what? Someone had called me, hi, sir, we can do forgiveness of student loans. I'm like, okay, let me investigate. Where I had decided to write during that one hour before um, I got on here from 12 to 1, and I spent 30 minutes just talking with somebody. Okay, what are the options here? And da-da-da-da-da, and just, you know, finding information. Uh, maybe that's what sapped me in a bit. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I don't. But I'm good. I'm good. Now I'm here, you know, talking with you, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. I love that. So let me make sure I, I understood what you just said correctly. You said that you had planned time to write, but that time was used to have a conversation. Is that right? Yes. So I always find this so fascinating. And I it, and it may be because I put together connections because I'm always looking for them. Uh -huh. <laughs> I've had friends say, you just make up connections because that's what you're always looking to connect it to something else. I'm like, well, okay, maybe. I mean, that's, I'm, 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 again, back to our conversation from last week. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe <laughs> that's, that is absolutely possible. Um, but, you know, I, I, I've found from working on my book over the last year, Mm -hmm. so many times where that has happened. And what's developed in me most recently, actually my blog post coming out a couple of weeks from now about this is a, a, an experience I had when I was in Florida, mm -hmm. right? Which was where I was going right after the yeah. last time you and I spoke. Correct. And getting down there and all the prep and everything. And, you know, I'm going to do this, right? Like I'm going to write my book. I'm going to do this with my time. I'm going down there and I'm, you know, planning this and putting a box around it. And yeah. And I got in there and my body was telling me, no, my body was like, no. And it was so fascinating to see all the iterations of what happened internally. You know, first my, my system is like, but you've invested it. You've come down here, you've spent money and time. And I even had expectational outcomes, you know, mm -hmm. surrounding this whole thing. And, and then, so I didn't leave right? Even though none of it resonated with me from day one. And then the next thing was, you're just scared. You're about ready to break through. You just need to hold on. You need to trust the process. And my body, meanwhile, is telling me, nah, it's screaming at me. No, the process was the, what I have learned from the outside world uh -huh. that I need to do because of all these other factors. And it finally got so bad 
where like, it was just so misaligned. I had to get, gather my things and leave. And as soon as I left the building, my internal dialogue, what, what are other people going to think? What is the presenter going to think? You might hurt her feelings, all of these, this barrage. And when I finally went and got right with what my body was trying to tell me, Mm -hmm. what it shared with me was illuminating. And it's all of the reasons why I've always allowed other things other than what's for me to take precedent in my life, Mm. to take priority, to, to, to move my what's for me and what's within me. That time, your book is taking time to take what's within you and put it outside of you where you can share it with others, right? That is so fundamentally important. And how many times do we turn away from that? And our mind says, oh, but this is an important conversation. I needed to have this anyway, or I needed to do this anyway, or my kids needed me anyway, or whatever we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it keeps us from delivering us into the world. Mm. And it doesn't mean sometimes that won't happen, but when we find it happen and it's a trend, (laughs) true. like my body was there to tell me no, you need to align with you first because yeah. only from that place are you going to be able to be in right relationship with everything outside of you. Correct. Correct. So correct. It's just amazing that, you know, correct. you and I always, it seems like these experiences that we have, and then you say something that is like, that's exactly what I was experiencing. The, the parallels, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Navarra, come on. Hey, welcome, hey, man. Joe. Good, good to see you Love on man. here. Um, comment, do what you want to do, say what you want to say. We, we, we loop it in and, and, and you assist us for those who are listening in. Um, <clears throat> I, so how are you? How are you? That's, I think that's, that's important. I'm honoring me, you know, and that's kind of how I feel with you too. Like you're honoring you. If we know to, if we need to go at a slower pace, that's cool. You know, like you get to honor where you're at. Like I was just talking to a client today about that too. He's like, I'm kind of in a down place and I'm realizing that my time down here is teaching me as much or more than me trying to pull myself to a higher place, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, that, that's, I feel like I'm honoring me, you know, I'm, I'm, and that feels freeing. Like, I think that's what you were talking a couple last conversation and the one before that about freedom. Yep. And that was the outcome in me choosing what was aligned with me in this, that weekend in Florida was the outcome was that I felt freer than ever. And interestingly enough, I also was able to be in my truth and not judge anybody in theirs, right? Cause I think judgment comes like what I was finding was happening with me is when I was forcing myself to stay right in something that didn't align, I started to mentally go to a place of judgment well, this person just isn't doing it the way I would. And this is, Uh and I'm like, whoa, reel it back. Like, I don't want to be in that space. Yep. And I, I oftentimes have said this to clients, but it was really powerful for me to be in it in the moment is there's a difference between discernment and judgment. Uh Discernment is that first thing that our body or our mind tells us, like, this is not really for us. And only if we force the issue, only if we don't align with that truth that's coming through, when we will then go to judgment, we make it about the other, when it's really about ourselves not aligning with the discernment message that was coming through, right? So we project (laughs) that misalignment on the people outside of ourselves, because I'll tell you what this woman was doing was absolutely being absorbed and soaked up by almost everybody else in the room. It just wasn't aligning with me and that's okay. There's no right or wrong. You know, one person's poison is another person's panacea. Yep. Right. 
you could eat raspberries and break out in hives and I eat them and I feel vital and strong and you, you know? Yep. You know, I, you were, you were saying, and you were talking about being free and it, it's, it's something's percolating in me, right? Something's percolating and I'm getting, um, I know our, we're, we're kind of way, we're usually at a hundred, but we, we're, we're just, you know, we're on this, a glass sea right now, you know, we're still, we're just, you know, going like this, right? <laughs> but most times we're, yeah, da, 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 da. but when you were talking something just now, what I got was about when you said you go, what will, what, what will they say when I leave? But who, who says you should do? Why, why are we so cognizant of what people say about our troops. Why are we so cognizant? And when I'm talking about our troops, it's not the part where I am imposing my will on you. No, it's what I need to do in order for me to become rejuvenated. What I need to do in order for me to come and give my and, and, and present my best self. When we are at those decision points, we go, gosh, what will they say if I, if I, what, what will they say? And when you find yourself asking what they will say, what they will say, that's a good, good indicator that you are playing for the crowd. Mm. You are playing for the crowd. When you, when you keep asking, what will they say? Ask instead, what am I saying? What, 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 what will I say to myself if I don't do this? What am I yes. Ooh, circumventing? Just, so what am I overlooking? Like somebody says, I was speaking to a lady earlier and says, uh, I, Joe says, don't put your, don't, he always says, don't put your issues on me. Don't make your issues my issues. So true. I, I was speaking to someone and they said, uh, if you touch my daughter, I'm going to burn you, right? Said that. But then they said, if you touch me, <laughs> I'm okay with it. It's just, just it's mm -hmm. the touch is whatever touch. Mm -hmm. Let's define it's you put so much on protecting your daughter, on protecting others, than protecting yourself first. Mm -hmm. Remember when the oxygen mask comes down? Ladies and gentlemen, please put the oxygen mask on your face first before you go to the next person next to you, right? Because how can you help? And this goes to our discussion we had a month, months ago about taking people's issues and holding their, their, their baggage and you can't open the door for them, right? So here it is. We were asking ourselves, what will Tracy think about me? What will they think about me? I paid the money to come here. I paid this to do it. Sis, what, what, what will Tracy think about herself? What will Walwin think about himself? And when you answer that question, you go, you know what? Bump what the world says. Because kind of your body, your spirit, your soul, and your mind is telling you, hey, I'm preparing you for something better. Not because Tracy is putting things online and Joe's doing this or Walwin's doing that. That's why I must get in the fat. You're not fattish. You've been placed here as a unique individual 
who understands, who, who, ah, who you must trust yourself to know that in this season, in your meditations, in how you're spending time with God, in how you're, you're, you are processing, these are the things I'm going to do and I'm not going to look at Walwyn Port because Walwyn Port has a different path. Tracy has a different path. Joe has a different path. Makes sense? It makes perfect sense. And I think that this is something that we've all been talking about. Well, not everybody, but let's just say many people have been talking about for quite some time and it's conceptual. You know, it sounds great. It sounds mm -hmm. right. You know, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Yeah, we all get that. But I think what we're experiencing now is this in real time is how deeply conditioned we have been to the, the, the concept of belonging. And I think Brene Brown did an awesome job in her book, Braving the Wilderness and her, her research around belonging. And she found that at the end of the day, we have to first belong to ourselves. So what does that mean? Mm. That's owning these things. When you said, I thought it was such a powerful statement when you just said, what would Woolwin say? What does Woolwin say about Woolwin not listening to Woolwin? What does Tracy mm. say about Tracy not listening to Tracy? Mm. Right? And I think that's the piece that we get to have this, because that's what happened to me. When I walked out, you know, the, on one side, there are these voices like, okay, what are people going to think? What is, have you heard? And I'm not usually so concerned about what people think, but obviously the question was there. So I had to acknowledge it. I'm True. like, I thought I wasn't really, but there's the question. So maybe it's still implanted. It is still implanted. It is. But on the other side too, I felt this deep sadness, this deep, deep sadness. And so I decided, got back to the hotel room. I'm like, you know, what do I do with my hands kind of thing? You know, I'm like, I'm going to go walk on the beach. And I'm going to, because it was, I was so sad. Mm. And this is the thing. Life is about lessons. And I was smack in the middle of one, right? Even as a, a coach who's been teaching other people this, you know, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. You know, you need to honor and own yourself first. All of this. I needed to learn this lesson in the moment at the level that mm. was relate, you know, that was relational to what's still going on inside of me that most of the time I'm not conscious of. And this is true for all of us. But when I walked on the beach, you know, I finally got to the point where I sat down, I'm looking out over the ocean and, you know, it's always magic for me when I'm at the beach, you know, or anywhere in nature for mm. that matter. And I put my hands over my heart and I'm like, heart, what do you, what, like the sadness, what do you have to tell me about the sadness? And at first, nothing really came through. And then finally, as I wrote in the blog, it's like a timid child that's peeking around the corner. Mm. It started to message me. And what it said was, the reason you feel sad is because you have come to believe in this or that. You believe that to choose yourself, you have to turn away from everyone else. Mm. If you choose everyone else, you have to turn away from yourself. And it was like, that truth flooded over me and I just grieved. I mean, I probably spent a good 30 minutes just sitting there quietly crying and grieving over that mm. truth that like, oh my God, I, this idea of belonging, that I don't belong if I choose myself, that I can't possibly belong to the group if I choose me. Wow. And if I choose, you know, so then if I choose me, you know, if I choose them, I lose, I have to lose me wow. to belong. I mean, talk about a belief system. No wonder I had been holding myself back. No wonder I had been allowing other things to get in the way of me sharing my message in my book and other things. No wonder I'm shy to put myself out there. No wonder. Wow. And how many, how many other people out there are doing the same thing? Mm -hmm. But it was so amazing because when I sat with that belief and I grieved and my heart, my heart let me have grieving time, which was really mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. 
when I finally acknowledged and allowed that to release, I felt this sense of peace and freedom that I don't think I ever have before. And it wasn't conceptual. It wasn't, we read it in a book and we say, Ooh, ah, yes, that yeah. resonates. Yeah. Yeah. It was in real time working with my real feelings and my real limiting beliefs that I've been carrying around in my real life from real conditioning my entire existence. Mm. Mm. And I believe that that's happening to so many of us. And, and, and again, to go back to honoring where you're at, <laughs> what is right. Working yeah. with what is that's something you get to honor within you too. There's something that your body's telling you. I don't believe there's any, you know, dis-ease or, you know, discomfort that comes, you know, on us for no reason. Mm. It's, yeah. there's something there. Now, whether we take the time or whether we feel the necessity to take the time to figure out what that is, or to just even ask. And that's the thing too, is the messages that came through me did mm -hmm. not come from my head. Yeah. 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 There was no thought that, that came through. It was my heart speaking directly. And I know the difference now between when my heart speaks, my heart speaks has, has a different voice <laughs> than my head. Yeah. And what was really beautiful is after I had grieved, my heart was quiet. And then it said to me that belief, it's not true. Mm. And mm. now you get to see and feel that. Mm. Mm. And it was mm. so beautiful. It was like this, just, you know, it neutral kind of non-judgmental. just guess what? Nice wow. job. In order to get to it, you got to go through it. Ah, uh, ah, uh, Tracy. Oh my goodness, Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Ah, ah. Hi, Too many jump off points. Hey, welcome, CG Red. Ah, uh, a couple of people jumping on here. Ah, uh, Tracy. What well, you know? You, you. It was liberating to hear you say. Um. Choosing yourself does not mean you're not, you know, choosing others. Yeah, I mean, you you can do both. <laughs> I, you, your lesson you learned. I'm gonna share a lesson I learned, kind of kind of personal, but man, I I'm that guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. I so in this season, I am, I have three directives. Fix my house. Write, and focus focus on God. And none of them surrounds business. N not a single one of them surrounds Joseph Solomon Management Consultancy or leadership mentoring. None, none. However, money keeps coming in. That's a different story. So l listen to this. <laughs> um, fix your house, write, and focus on me. I, in the process of... of doing the dining room and then from there I'm doing the hallways and then there I'm going to go to the kitchen because I'm pretty handy I've got the the proof of it the saw ripped the tip of his finger off and a couple of things but hey that's a different that's a different story respect the tools <laughs> so I'm in the process of of sanding the walls down and as I'm sanding the walls down Verlin has asthma and uh she's it, it wouldn't really trigger her because you know she she works she protects herself but we still safeguard mm -hmm. um i say honey let, let me buy a vacuum a vacuum um sander she looks at me like well one of your one of your um buys again huh i'm like okay you know what she didn't say that i 
I'm married to her for 21 years now, so I can read her, right? So I go, okay, babe, let's, I say, you know what? I'm gonna tape the walls, I'm gonna be okay. One hour later, she's, she's, um, she comes around the corner and sees the snow, uh, not the dust, the snow on the floor. She go, oh, this place is messed I'm like, yeah, so you should have um, let me buy that too. So I'm proving a point to her. You should let me buy that too. And she says, but honey, I mean, you said you were going to close it. I'm like, I'm not talking like that. I'm going zero to 60. I am pissed. I am angry. I am upset. And she said, well, I can't sleep here tonight. I go, well, you um, you, you can't sleep here tonight. Uh, where are you going to go? To the hotel? Or um, So I think about it. I said, that's the safest place for her because she goes in the room. She says, dust is here. And I didn't tape the walls upstairs because I said, ah, when I go up, I'm going to do it. But dust, dust travels, Warwin. So uh, she gets in there and the dust is all here. I'm like, okay, honey. Uh, so I taped it. She comes back. Oh, I can't sleep here. I'm like, I said, okay, go. <laughs> she leaves. Um, I am angry doing the wall and uh, I, 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 by 9.30, I go, oh, she left the house. Hey, honey, are you safe? Where are you? Da, 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 she says, uh, I ain't, you put me out of my own house, mister. I'm talking to you. I'm like, oh, snap. I said, no, honey, you said, I'm at a hotel. Okay, I see our GPS thing. I know where she is. I said, which room? I'm not telling you. I'm like, okay, cool. Long story short, I get the, 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 the hotel room. My son gets it for me. He hits me up with it. I go there. We talk, um, and we, 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 we discuss the situation in the middle of the night. Um, in fact, right there, she starts to sleep. I'm sleeping, and I get up, and these voices start hitting me. You are, aren't you Walwynport? Yeah. <laughs> you go around telling people to be led by the Holy Spirit. You go around telling people to have self-control, don't be angry, be joyful, have love, etc. be peaceful. Um, and, and here you are, you're doing this, ha, you're no good. The things that you were playing, you were supposed to do on this earth, you really, you're not, you're not, you're not cut up for it. You're not cut up for it. So uh, you, you are, you are such a disease. You, I mean, just, just, beating me in the dirt and I'm going there because I'm listening to it and I'm just going and going and going and going. Um, and then finally I say, hold up. Uh -uh. I'm who God says I am. I'm the righteous. I am, I am going to fly around the world and build hospitals, schools, churches. I am going to talk to people about love. I am going to give people hope. I am, you know what? I'm a human. And I'm going to allow myself to be human. I didn't plan to get angry. I'm going to allow myself to be human and correct it and keep on going. So why, why am I bringing this up? I think when you said, when you listen to your heart and let your heart talk to you. When I was home, my heart said, my spirit said, well, when go to your wife, because we have a thing that says we can't sleep out of the house. We can't only if if we're out of town but nothing's gonna make us not sleep in the same bed not a single thing so i'm saying and i tell my son son i'm going for mom and he says 
that, you know, mom's upset. I'm like, I don't care. She's upset. I'm going to go and I'm going to see her and I will be with her. When we, we don't discount who you are or who you will be because of your simple mistakes you make in, 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 in living. Most people will put a period. I, and when I say most people, not even the people outside, Tracy, myself would put a period on my life right there and say, whoa, it's me. I'm not the person who God says I am. You know what? And abort my entire vision that God has for me, that I know that I'm going to go to because I did something that wasn't that wasn't right, but I, I fixed it. God helped me to fix it. So when you're in, when you're in your, your, your moments of lowness, when you're in your moments where you, you, you scream or cuss or sin or whatever, know that God, God, God doesn't have that gauntlet waiting there and saying, oh, you did it. You did it, boy. You did it, girl. I'm, I'm boom. Now you can't come up. That's not God. That's not God. And I rose out of that place saying, you know what? I finally get it. I'm a human. I make mistakes. And because I make mistakes, that's why he can use me to do whatever. Because you make mistakes. We talk about as being gracious to yourself. Because we make mistakes. That's why we're humans. We're not machines. Even machines shut down every now and then and malfunction. But not when your malfunction means that you should go and go on the shelf. Malfunction, fix it up and keep on rolling. <sighs> I love that. Well, you know, and, and it's also, it's about a process. I think we, we always think in terms of outcomes or best case scenario, right? What do I expect of others or expect of myself? You know, and we are all those things. We are highs, we are lows, we are joy, we are anger. We are all, I mean, we have, we have the capacity to, to emote all of those emotions or experience all those emotions for a reason in order to have experiences, in order mm -hmm. to learn lessons, right? If we were walking around perfect all the time, we wouldn't learn lessons, right? We wouldn't, we wouldn't grow and develop. And so it's a part of the process. Mm -hmm. Falling down is a part of the process of learning to walk. And I think yes. we forget about that. And that's, I mean, I didn't go down to Florida apparently to do this, this workshop. Mm -hmm. I went down there to, to learn one of the most powerful lessons of my life about a limiting belief that I've been carrying around since the beginning. Wow. That's why I went. And if I keep telling myself the story, you know, I mean, I could say the same thing about your wife. I mean, knowing she had asthma, she didn't just learn that knowing that, you know, she could have said, you know, I'm going to do what's best for my body. And I'm just going to, you know, again, it's, I'm not going to be angry with you about it. I'm just going to choose me. There you go. Right. And, and, and again, I'm not, no judgment. I so know, Berlin, no. If you're listening, this is not what I'm telling you, you should have done. But I'm, I'm using that as an example, sure. you know, the same thing with me is that, you know, instead of continuing to tell myself, oh, this woman is making me uncomfortable and I, but no, I'm going to stick with it and do, you know, force, I was forcing on both ends. Mm. I was forcing a judgment on her and I was forcing myself to stay with something that wasn't aligned. Neither of those things were working for right. me. Correct. And none of them were going to allow me to find the truth that I was really seeking. This whole thing was to find that. And, and so I stepped away from the whole experience feeling deeply grateful. 
The other piece that was really empowering was I went down with a colleague of mine. And when I left, she came back kind of spitting angry. Like, what? I hope you don't think that I'm going to leave. And I'll, no, no. And I got to stand in my truth. I got to say, this is right for me. You do whatever you need to do. I mean, if I need to busy myself for the next three days and do other things, I'm good with that. You do, you do whatever's right for you. I'm not here to judge your decisions at all. And that was really a strong place for me to be able to stay in neutrally, not get defensive, not, you know, and that's what finding that truth allowed me. It gave me the sense of freedom and neutrality and peace that when she came back, kind of like, well, I think it's because you're not doing this or you're not, you know, and she was projecting on me the same way as I was projecting on the lady, lady, (laughs) you know, you get what you dish out, you know, Mm. I got to stand in that and just recognize it was about her wanting to have that experience. And she says, well, I guess I just want to have it with you. And I said, and I am sorry, you're feeling disappointed Mm. in that. Mm. I am sorry for your disappointment. I get it. So, so you, you, that, that, what you just said, mm. and there are legitimate, there, there exists legitimate external variables that you can cater to, and it's good, it's, it's, it's going to be great. No, it's going to be good, but great is when you can stand in your truth, like the way you did, and said, sweetheart, you do you, boo, <laughs> um, I, I, I have to do this for me in order for this relationship you and I have <laughs> to keep on going. I have to do. And when we, I've heard it say, said, when you eat your tomorrow's food today, you will be hungry tomorrow, right? Yeah. Or wear your clothes, you wear tomorrow's clothes today, you, you wouldn't be clothed. You, you were protecting, and most, most people will perceive it as you being selfish at the time. But if they sit and introspect and think and really think about it, they will go, oh, wow, I respect, I respect you, Tracy. I get it. And luckily and hopefully they can learn from it. And, and when, they, when they do it to you, you're like, okay, I, I get it. I get it. I understand. You're growing also. <laughs> we are both yeah. growing. <laughs> well, you know, it's really interesting about the rest of that story is that she went for the next day uh-huh. and she came home spitting mad at the end of the day feeling like she had had the hard sell. And she's just like, oh, this is not aligned with me. This is not, a, you know, and, and I just, you know, kind of, again, held space for her to discover her truth. And even if she hadn't discovered that, if she thought the whole thing was great from beginning to end, I think that's what we're here to do with one another. You know, this whole thing about learning to embrace diversity, it's literally that, that we can have completely, I mean, this is the same event, you know, being, being produced in the same way in front of us. We're being asked to do the same exercises in the same way. And we get to have our experiences with that. Mm. Right. So, you know, for me, it just misaligned from the beginning for her, there was something else she needed to get for her own lessons, apparently. Right. And that it was really interesting how that experience brought us to even a closer connected point because at the end of the day she's like thank you so much for holding space for me to find this you know without judgment and that's why she could take a picture on the beach and you could um be on the bike and um do all of those good things right i saw those pictures (laughs) yeah yeah that was us that was that was when we both just said peace out we're gonna go have a vacation 
Um, you know, but but it was really, it was a, a, a different level. It wasn't a deciding, I'm going to step back and give this, it was a natural flow. Mm. There was nothing in me that was holding myself back mm. and biting my tongue mm. and my truth. It's like, but if she only saw it this way, no, right. I just, it was like, this is, this is my perspective, my truth, my lesson. And she gets to have whatever she gets to have. And when we create those spaces, like the freedom I found in me, I believe allowed me to create that freedom. Not that I created it for her, but I held space for her to have that freedom to be however she needed. She could be angry with me. She could be disappointed in me. She could be totally neutral. She could be however she needed to be. Yes. Because I, I had honored me and through honoring me, I had had my lesson. And so that's what I was there for. And so I wasn't there to to make myself, you know, be any particular way for somebody else's lesson, mm. right? She gets to have it however she needs it. I, and here's, here's another lesson I, I'm picking up from you from, from this thing. Um, it's, so it's a business concept called sunk cost, hmm. where you continue to put uh, money into a, an entity or into a business or a project that you know will not get anything. You will not get anything from it. And you continue to put it. So sunk cost is, hey, that's a type of loss as a, as a resource that you've given up. Put it to sunk cost as time is a cost and say sunk cost, $30,000 done. That project wasn't going to work. So your sunk cost in this was the money you spent to go there and do everything. And most people do not recognize sunk cost. You recognize it and said, this, I've spent my money. Even if I stay in this project, in this place, I'm not going to get my money. So let me pivot and invest in something else. And there you go. You invested in your time into yourself to discover. And here you find a, a hot, a multiple um, eurekas that you then go and you are sharing it now with us, had you not decided sunk cost. So that those who are watching, who are listening, and you're in a relationship, I don't know why I jumped to a relationship. <laughs> you're in a business relationship. You're in a personal relationship that you know in your gut, it's not working. You know it. And you, 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 you've, you, you recognize it. Hey, think on sunk cost. That thing is sunk it's a sinking ship. Are you going to stay and, and hug the, the, the sails and go, oh, I bought this ship and I'm going to sail this ship and go down and drown? Or are you going to jump off, get in your dinghy and, and, and go to safety? So that's, mm -hmm. that's what I picked up from you when you said, you know what, Warwin, I, I, I thought about it and I said, no, because most people would say, I traveled here for this. I paid this amount for this. I took my time. I even had um, eavesdrop on Tuesday for this. I didn't have eavesdrop on Wednesday. <laughs> well, can I take it a step further? Take can it, I take please, that? Please. Because we can look through the lens of sunk cost or we can look through the lens of I got beyond what I invested in this, right? Because we're looking at value. We're not looking at cost as in money and, and investment of time and all that. We look at the value that we reap, right? The ROI, <laughs> right? And the ROI was more than I could ever have gotten from staying at that event. Even if the event had aligned with me, I would have gotten information and I couldn't have applied that, but I would not have gotten 
this amazing transformational, personal transformational mm. opportunity. Yep. Not to mention a really great little short vacation. vacation. Correct. Right. So, which I needed desperately. I had been working so hard up to that point, and it gave me a rejuvenated spirit that I could come back and you know and give it then some. So. You know, we can look at it as, and this is the funny thing about it, is I didn't research this. This is probably why I wasn't aligned, but I didn't research this opportunity. My friend had signed up for it and she's like, hey, you want to go with me? And I had even said to her, sure, why not? You know, I'm a speaker. You know, I can always learn stuff. I mean, this mm. is a six-figure, you know, speaker who who's made her way, you know, and she knows what she's talking about, all that but I even said to her, I said, I have no expectations. Like I try to just accept that it's going to be whatever it is. I'm going to gain whatever value that I'm there to gain. And I don't really, back to your not knowing, I don't know what that's going to be. Mm. I had had no experience with this woman previously. And I just walked in completely blind, basically saying, I'm going to get out of this what I need to get. So for me, it wasn't really about the pivot of, oh, I expected this. Mm. Although there was a little bit of that conversation going on, but it really wasn't even about, I think it was to note that I still have that residual, you know, kind of conditioning, just like everyone else does. Yeah. But it was really about saying, oh, this is what I'm here for. Right. And when we can do that in life, I mean, expectation is always going to set us up for a disappointment in some way, because things are never going to go exactly the way we planned. Right. But when we go in with intentions, I want to get whatever is necessary out of this experience, right? I want to grow. I want to, you know, gain deeper understanding of whatever it is I'm, I'm here to gain deeper understanding about. And we leave the rest up to those who know best, <laughs> right? Because we think we know, you know, man plans, God laughs, that whole thing. Yep then we're going to be able to, you know, again, to your point of the sunk cost, if I'd still been in my head about all that I had lost, I would have missed the value of what I was there for. And oh. I think that that's really where I wanted to take it a step further. If we, we go in with intentions, but they're broader, you know, it's kind of like John C. Maxwell's quote. He says, I have goals, but I don't focus on them. Mm. Instead, I focus on growth. And by focusing on growth, I, I tend to surpass all my goals. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's that thing when I'm focused on growth and, and whatever the growth priority of the moment is, <laughs> is where I'm going to get the opportunity. You know, who am I to figure out what that is ahead of time? Who am I to say, oh, it's this thing in this way that is going to deliver that particular wow. outcome that I seek? Wow. That's about expectation. And that is always going to limit us. Always. Even if it goes pretty much the way we planned, we're always going to find something that that didn't quite go right because we're thinking in terms of expectation, um, right? I would I would agree with you, but I tell you I love to expect because what it does for me is it builds up uh, something in me that I'm, I'm it, it it builds up my my searching eyes. It builds up something I mean to look and see. What is it that's going to occur here? I think we're talking the same thing in terms of you went there, didn't expect anything, but you were looking, something's going to go, something's going to go down yeah. here. Something's yeah. going to go down here. But uh, you, as you were saying it, I wrote life is a sandbox and, and life is a sandbox where you said, Hey, I know I'm going to create something in this sandbox. I don't know what I'm going to create, but it's going to be something great. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Walwyn jumps in the sandbox with you and like, hey, let's 
it's just like what we're doing with eavesdrop let's let's do something in a sandbox then we didn't have any expectations on doing it now so episode three we should be a total of 23 shows um so far we 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 have longevity now we're, we we got we have time and believe it or not what this does for us i so i got on the podcast with um girls who do stuff yes i listened to some of that i have to go back and hear the rest yeah so oh, it was it was excellent but here's here's what this our discourse our conversation does i had a friend uh, hit me up asking me, hey, man, can you listen to me on this podcast and critique? And I was like, sure. So I looked and I said, okay. And he, he said, man, I keep saying, you, 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 you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. Kept saying that you're right. He kept saying it over and over, over and over, right, right, right. And he said, but man, I listened to your podcast with, with Sarah and Jenny, Girls Who Do Stuff. Man, you're smooth. And I said, hmm really do you know why i'm smooth i'm smooth because you and i we're here talking every two weeks for an hour bum 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 bantering we go back and forth we speak our minds and that and we automatically it naturally occurs and we go to a different place and you find i'm, I'm I'm just talking what I know, what I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to speak my, what's, what comes to my mind. And it was so liberating that I said, wow, look at the, the unknown ROI that has bubbled to the top and someone else is saying, he said, man, because you and Tracy talk a whole lot on there. And so, ha. <laughs> That's beautiful. You know, I was just sharing my experiences with BNI, you know, mm -hmm. where it's taught me to be very succinct and very measured and yes. very um, specific about what I do and how I do it. And when I first started, you know, I didn't have that capacity. And so the, I think it's really beautiful to see what we learn from each experience that we're in because it is meant to develop us in a particular direction. Yes. And like you said, when it's a natural fit, you're not, you're not mentally thinking like, oh, I need to develop this part of my my uh, innate ability to speak from my, from my heart or for my mm -hmm. truth, mm -hmm. you just kind of throw yourself into an opportunity and through that opportunity that develops, that's the fun in all of this, right? Yeah. That's the excitement and adventure in this thing called life and the experiences that we're, we're having within life. You know, it's, I think we're always, I mean, again, we're conditioned to this idea of outcomes, right? What's the outcome? Like goal orientation, you know, goal is what do I need to do? And that's where people focus on how am I going to get there? Mm. And the brain is like, and if we don't know how, if we've never experienced it and experience can come through information from outside of us, or it can come from actual practical experiences that we've had. But if we haven't experienced it, then we don't know it. And that then makes us stop. But at this, what, what you're saying is that we always know what to do, even if we don't know exactly what will work and what has worked or what is, you know, is, is the best practice kind of thing. We'll figure that out. And because it's about the experience, it's not about getting it right or wrong. Eventually, if we are meant to keep doing it, we're going to get better and better. But I think we've, we've mismanaged this understanding of what we're supposed to, it's like this expert thing where we're so focused on our learned and earned 
right? Like the expertise to become the expert. And it's that identity as expert that I'm supposed to like put out as valuable in the world when who cares? There's many people who are expert. There's people who are always going to be better at almost everything I do than me because they're at a different point in their, their experience and development in this area. So it's not about expert. Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Uh, you were talking about that thing. And I, the only thing I thought about was parenting that before you became a mother, before I became a father, did we think that we would, we would know that we would be parents, that we would, we would know how to do it. And as you were talking and I heard that, I, I remembered what occurred in the house on Thursday night, Friday, and the parents in me texted my kids and talked to them after and said, daddy should have been considerate to listen to mom and not be so result oriented to get through sand in the walls that night. He should have been considerate knowing that as the father in the house, he's to take care of the family. I say, and I failed. And I looked at my son and I said, son, as you grow, you will fail. I said, I, I'm, I'm the guy telling you who I keep telling you, be efficient, do this, do that. This is that guy who's telling you he failed. I said, which means that when you fail, own up, own up to your failures. Doesn't mean that you're, you're, you're less of who you are. Own up to it and keep going. Learn from it. Learn from it. And he looks at me like, okay, daddy. Because, you know, the kids or people, it is so important for us to model how we feel. Rather, more important than how we win. Yeah, I agree. I because agree 100%. there are more failures in life than wins most we will say we may say that because the way we look at things the way you fail must be must be in character good character because what it does it allows other people who come behind you and see your model and say oh wow he failed he got up and he kept on going which means i fail I can get up and I can keep on. It's not the end of the world. But the way we've modeled failure around here is you are nothing. You are zero. You are, you will, you will never be what you were supposed to be because of this failure. Do you know that I looked at my transcript <laughs> the other day from um, um, undergrad? So I graduated with a three, 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 or three, five, but one semester, I got a two, I got a two, eight, <laughs> I swear. And I looked at it and my son was playing video games behind me and I just closed it slowly and I put it back in, in the folder because then I thought, I thought I was an A, straight A student. We so easily forget, we so easily forget. So modeling failure, you know, when you said it, we, 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 we think we must be experts in this and that's, a, that's a, such a false uh, um, way of engaging. But I think when we come to the table saying, hey, we, <laughs> I have some experiences and based on my experiences, I think 
we can try this. What do you think? And it comes with diversity again. Tracy, you you were you were raised in Colorado. You lived in Europe for a while. Hey, I was born in Africa, lived in Africa, and I've come here. So I have these these different thoughts on how we can fix this. What do you think in your past? And we fixed the best thing since sliced bread. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what we're doing here, right? It's modeling. And people can choose to follow that modeling or not. And like follow, I, I mean, be inspired by it, right? They, right. It, it, can, it can spur something within them that, that makes them intrinsically motivated to do something, mm. right? But it has to come from intrinsic, not extrinsic motivation. And I think that's really what this is. I mean, and I would say that we're, I would even go as far as to say, what if we, because I think I just heard this the other day that the generations from the 2000s, so kids that were born in 2000 and up to the, you know, those who are 20 years old or so. So 20 year olds mm -hmm. and up are one group and 20 and under up to those who were born in 2000 are a different group. And that these came in as kids who want to break the mold of categorizations. Mm -hmm. These are the kids who are like, I don't want to be labeled. I don't like labels and I don't want to use labels. And so this whole idea of success and failure and winning and losing, right? That who's to say there wasn't, there wasn't other lessons in other ways, because you were in your, in your words, you were not being uh, respectful of other people's needs. Well, all of a sudden that thrust them in a decision to make their own minds up about what they needed to do about that. Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of men, I mean, we've, we've taught men throughout time that your job and identity on this planet is to protect, provide, and serve. Mm. And so if you think you're not protecting, providing, and serving, you think you're a failure, mm. but is that true? Mm. Because why, as long as you protect me, I can't learn to protect myself. Mm. As long as you provide for me, I can't learn to provide for myself. And as long as you serve me, I don't learn how to serve myself. So like we could argue it from so many different perspectives, Correct. argue, we could talk about it from so many different perspectives that there is no such thing as failure and winning. Mm. You know, th there is only learning <laughs> and experiences. And when I'm having one, just like my friend, she's having one experience in a given event and I'm having a totally different experience sitting right next to her mm. at that same event. That is for me. And that is for her. Yes. Right. So there's no winning and losing. Yes. It's really just experience and experience. And we get to navigate that. However, when when I let her down by leaving, she had something to navigate. Her internal, you know, like I would love to just be mad at you. And then I'm sitting there neutrally. And so that kind of put her in this place of, well, I can't really, it's very hard to be angry with you because you're being so understanding and supportive. So it <laughs> kind of forced her to look in. And so she had this other, I mean. Like there's just wow. so many opportunities wow. for self, wow. self-reflection, self-care, self-awareness, self-integrity. So, I mean, I could go on and on, right? Mm. And the, and the, 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 when you were saying self-care, self-reflection, I said the only negative one is selfish, right? But, mm. <laughs> but selfish. Well, and you know what I think about selfish? Tell me is I think that when we don't receive legitimately, we take, because we need something to fuel our tanks. Mm. And I think that self-serving is not selfish. It becomes selfish when we do it from giving, 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 and being completely depleted. So we now have to start taking in order to recuperate the loss, mm. right? 
selfish is when, you know, I just were so resentful from giving, giving, giving. And it's like, I'm so darn tired of giving and not getting that I'm just going to go over here and take. That's when we start to become selfish. That's when we're in our ego. That's when, right? So if we don't care for ourselves, we will become selfish in order to fuel our tanks. Mm. We will take. I mean, I see this all the time mm. with, with, with people I work with. And even in my own life, when I, that's why I did not want to go to judgment with this woman because so easy. she was a value in the world and I was going to honor her as such. And I would, I know when I start going into judgment and live there, I start making selfish decisions. Detrimental to yourself also. Yeah. And, and, you and know, that's true of all of us. Selfish, selfish. Look how this, look how we, 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 we jump from something you say, so, and we say selfish, and then there's a whole conversation on selfish, right? Uh, amazing, amazing. Uh, five minutes to two o'clock time runs in time runs in time. Time is selfish. <laughs> time keeps us accountable. <laughs> time is selfish. Time, we, we, come on time. Give us more, give us more. Stop taking, um, you know, I was thinking that when you were saying selfish, I thought about hoarding and what's hoarding. Hoarding is when you, when you perceive that it's a mindset, when you perceive you don't have, or you lack and you say, you know what, I'm going to hold and hold and hold scarcity, scarcity yeah. mindset. Whereas the flip to that is, um, I can come and just in, in, in line with wisdom, I can just give and give value and give wisdom and give wisdom. And it said that, you know, the more you give, man, the more you receive and you, you just keep getting more and more. And the more Tracy you, you, you come and you, you yell a word and in that word, you explain and you just flow and flow and flow. I read something and it said that it says that the scientists understand science and he's intrigued by theories. The historian understands history. He's intrigued by his history. He keeps reading and he, the, the Christian reads the Bible and he gets intrigued by it. And, the truth holds you. You don't hold the truth anymore. The truth, you become the truth. The truth just sits on you. So when 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 I hear you, when I hear you, when I see your beautiful mind, when we talk about when I, I can say any word here, Tracy, any, any word I can say, I can look on anything in this office and say something, you will have something so succinct and clear and deep to say about it. Why? Because the truth about words, the truth about discovery has gotten a hold of you. And that's why you can, I'm, I'm dead serious. That's why I don't do quotes. I, I don't have the mind to remember quotes. I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm amazed at people. John C. Maxwell said that and you, and you ranted it off. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that is so amazing. But. The truth has that truth of discovery in, in, in words have gotten a hold of you. And you can't, you can't, that's your truth. You've become a wordsmith in a way, not the real, you know, where people say you're wordsmithing, right? But just a wordsmith where you you hear words and you can you can you can process and deliver. Mm. Ah, wow. Well, I want to honor you for spending, you know, your time in, in, you know, recap, so to speak, investing in me. That really means a lot to me. Thank you. And, and again, your perspective is always something that, that 
gives me something, you know, things that make you go, hmm, you know, <laughs> type of thing. Gotcha. So thank you. I mean, it was like listening to my heart there for a second. So yeah, I'm honored and humbled. Thank you. It's amazing, Tracy. It's amazing how, and you know, and everybody, if we allow each other's space, this can occur. This, right. you, you can come and deliver, or I can come and do what I do. And I'm not looking and saying, state Tracy's still on the show. Oh my goodness. Or woman still. No, no, nobody steals the show. Everybody comes on the stage and perform and they get off the stage and keep on going. Yeah. Mm. Well, and it's so beautiful because when we monitor kind of like what we've been talking about this entire time, when we monitor our responses and reactions to what other people are doing, it's a complete mirror to what's going on inside of us. Mm. right so when you come to the table and you see beauty in the world that is an absolute mere reflection of what's going on within you you know when I sit there and I'm like this is just I don't like this and that it's reflecting something I get to look out in me right and that's true it's like if people think that it's like oh Tracy's talking too much or Woolwin is going off on a tangent or whatever like that's where we get to go in and say what's going on in me that has me interpreting the outside world in this way where am I maybe have limiting beliefs around people speaking up you know, I mean, I know there's still people, it's like when a, a, a man speaks, he can go on as long as he wants. And when a woman speaks, it's like, oh, those women, they're so chatty. Why is that? It's because we have limiting beliefs around what's allowable, right? That women speaking is all emotional and not relevant. And men speaking is all wisdom and, and, and relevant. You know, there's still those limiting beliefs, but it's not even about judging them. It's about becoming aware of them, yeah. right? It's when we yeah. start to have those like reactions, that's what happened to me. And I thank the Lord for this woman standing up and not being in, in alignment with how I want to do things. Because if it hadn't been for her and her event, so, you know, like I am in, I, I'm so appreciative. I'm in complete gratitude over the entire thing. Wow. Be free. Who says you should do what you said um, you should do? Who says Tracy should do? Who says Walwyn? Who says put the oxygen mask on yourself? Choosing yourself does not mean you're not choosing others. <laughs> Learning, not failures. Life is a sandbox. Tracy, ah. once again, we get off this stage for another two weeks and we shall return. Be blessed, my sister. Uh, back at you, my friend. Thank you so much. And I thank you for everybody who's listening in. I know. You guys take care. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.